0: section nineteen of the ring and the book by robert browning this librivox recording is in the public domain recording by tony oliva chapter two half rome continued leave it thus and now revert to the old arezzo whence we moved to rome we've had enough of the parents false or true now for a touch o the daughter's quality the start's fair henceforth every obstacle out of the young wife's footpath she's alone left to walk warily now how does she walk why once a dwelling's doorpost marked and crossed in rubric by the enemy on his rounds as eligible as fit place of prey baffle him henceforth keep him out who can stop up the door at the first hint of hoof presently at the window taps a horn and satan's by your fireside never fear pompilia left alone now found herself found herself young too sprightly fair enough matched with a husband old beyond his age though that was something like four times her own because of cares past present and to come found too the house dull and its inmates dead so looked outside for light and life and lo there in a trice did turn up life and light the man with the aureole sympathy made flesh the all consoling caponsacchi sir a priest what else should the consoler be with goodly shoulder-blade and proper leg a portly make and a symmetric shape and curls that clustered to the tonsure quite this was a bishop in the bud and now a cannon full-blown so far priest and priest nowise exorbitantly overworked the courtly christian not so much st paul as a saint of caesar's household there posed he sending his god glance after his shot-shaft apollos turned apollo while the snake pompilia writhed transfixed through all her spires he not a visitor at guido's house scarce an acquaintance but in prime request with the magnates of arezzo was seen here heard there felt everywhere in guido's path if guido's wife's path be her husband's too now he threw comfits at the theatre into her lap what harm in carnival now he pressed close till his foot touched her gown his hand brushed hers how help on promenade and ever on weighty business found his steps inclined to a certain haunt of doubtful fame which fronted guido's palace by mere chance while how do accidents sometimes combine pompilia chose to cloister up her charms just in a chamber that o'erlooked the street set there to pray or peep thence at mankind this passage of arms and wits amused the town at last the husband lifted eyebrow bent on day-book and study how to wring half the due vintage from the worn-out vines at the villa tease a quarter the old rent from the farmstead tenants swore would tumble soon pricked up his ear a singing day and night with roin roin and so surprised at last why? what else but a titter up he jumps back to mind come those scratchings at the grange prince of paw about the outhouse rife in his head at once again our word and wink mum here and budget there the smell of the fox the musk o the gallant friends there's falseness here the proper help of friends in such a strait is waggery the world over laugh him free o the regular jealous fit that's incident to all old husbands that wed brisk young wives and he'll go duly docile all his days somebody courts your wife count where and when how and why mere horn madness have a care your lady loves her own room sticks to it locks herself in for hours you say yourself and what its caponsacchi means you harm the cannon we caress him he's the world's a man of such acceptance never dream though he were fifty times the fox you fear he'd risk his brush for your particular chick when the wide town's his hen-roost fie o the fool so they dispense their comfort of a kind guido at last cried something is in the air under the earth some plot against my peace the trouble of eclipse hangs overhead how it should come of that officious orb your cannon in my system you must say i say that from the pressure of this spring began the chime and interchange of bells ever one whisper and one whisper more and just one whisper for the silvery last till all at once a-row the bronze throats burst into a larum both significant and sinister stop it i must and will let caponsacchi take his hand away from the wire disport himself in other paths than lead precisely to my palace gate look where he likes except one window's way where cheek on hand and elbow set on sill happens to lean and say her litanies every day and all day long just my wife or wife and caponsacchi may fare the worse admire the man's simplicity i'll do this i'll not have that i'll punish and prevent tis easy saying but to a fray you see two parties go the badger shows his teeth the fox nor lies down sheep-like nor dares fight oh the wife knew the appropriate warfare well the way to put suspicion to the blush at first hint of remonstrance up and out to the face of the world you found her she could speak state her case franceschini was a name guido had his full share of foes and friends why should not she call these to arbitrate she bade the governor do governance cried out on the archbishop why there now take him for sample three successive times had he to reconduct her by main force from where she took her station opposite his shut door on the public steps thereto wringing her hands when he came out to sea and shrieking all her wrongs forth at his foot back to the husband and the house she fled judge if that husband warmed him in the face of friends Or frowned on foes as heretofore. Judge if he missed the natural grin of folk, or lacked the customary compliment of cap and bells. The luckless husband's fit. End of section 19.